Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Hey, guys, uh, there's one place that I know of where you are going to get more than you could possibly want from a car dealership, and that's Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC in Angleton. And Yes, they have incredible deals going on right now for trucks. If you love uh, the Chevy Silverado or the GMC Sierra uh, 1500, they've got great offers, great finance rates, no payments for 90 days. But really, to me, what sets them apart is if they don't have what you're looking for, they will find it. And when you go in, their trade-in value is going to be stronger than pretty much anyone else's trade-in value. And then from a sales sales standpoint, they're never going to hassle you. You handle the sales at your pace. If you're just shopping, then then they're fine with that. If you're actively looking to buy, they'll answer any questions that you have, and they go find you dealer discounts as well. They will find everything they can to lower your rate because when you're happy, you're going to tell your friends, you're going to tell your family members, you're going to tell your neighbors and your coworkers, and you'll also be getting your second and third vehicles from them as well. So they want you to be as happy as possible, and that means big savings for you. Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Go to LanceZCars.com. Now back to two guys who would by now be recognized as common law married in at least eight states, John and Lance, from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. If you don't have your radio station on listening to us and while you're watching USA Network for the open championship, then I just have no time for you, okay? I just have no time whatsoever for you. Get the USA Network on. Watch Scotty Scheffler right now. He's, he's Jordan Spieth had himself a really nice first round. He was three under. Marcel CM, he's got he's a hair bun guy. Hair bun, okay? Those guys. Man bun. Yeah. Those guys are going to wear. Oh, yeah, wrong microphone. That's right. Those guys are going to wear. You know, they're going to have a Ricky Fowler belt shoe combination, too. Oh, yeah. Guys. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with this. You've shoe. never belt, seen a man bun. Combination. You've never seen a man bun guy wear the standard old oh, and, school. And his shirt is going to be tight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man bun guy always has a tight shirt on. Uh, J.C. <laughs> Treader is an offensive lineman. He does not. He's not a tight shirt guy or man bun guy. But he's the he NFL. He will be eventually. He, Sean O'Hare right now weighs 225 pounds. He's in the most unbelievable shape I've ever seen. He Horton. said he's bigger than Chris Snee. I mean, yeah, Chris Snee, who's below 225, former guard for yeah. the Giants. Well, Steve McKinney started the trend. Yeah, and then yeah. Alan Fanica. And Alan Fanica is a marathon, a marathon runner. And they ask uh, Andrea Kramer, who I talked to, I told her I liked her uh, piece about uh, Matt Ariza. But she said, why didn't you have me on? I'm like, well, I don't have your phone number. But uh, but she asked, how did you? How are you doing this? How do you look like this? He said, I just always liked working out. He goes, guess what happens when you don't eat to try to stay 300 pounds, yeah. but you still love working out? You get in good shape. Yeah. You lose bad weight. He goes, that's all that happens. Well, so you th- so you think J.C. Treader is going to be a... J.C. Treader can end up being the Lululemon yeah. model. I think, oh no, I think J.C. Treader is going to end up being a skinny guy you too. Because when he came into the league, he was in the two nineties. So he's one of those guys who has a hard yeah, time keeping yeah, right. weight on. He'll be a skinny guy. Well, he's the NFLPA, and he intimated that 
there's a way that these running backs can can get what they want. It, it ain't good, but here's here's J.C. Treader intimating that maybe there's an injury in store for, for these guys. You need to try to create as much leverage as you possibly can in, in any situation. And that's the tough thing with the franchise tag or being restricted in movement as it decreases your leverage, but then you have to find creative ways to build leverage elsewhere. Um, and I think we've seen issues now. I don't think anybody would ever say they were fake injuries, but we've seen players who um, didn't want to be where they currently are um, have injuries that made them in, uh, unable to practice and play. Um, but you're not able to get fined and you're not able to be punished for not reporting. Um, so there are issues like that. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm allowed to ever recommend that, um, but or at least publicly. But I, I think each player needs to find a way to build up leverage to try to get a fair deal. And that's really what all these guys are looking for is to be compensated fairly. That is, I mean, that's the president, you know, I'm not allowed to say this, but if you have an injury, then, well, then you got an injury and you create leverage. Quincy Avery, Deshaun's trainer, uh, he just came out and said, you don't hold out. You just go in and get a nagging injury, which Deshaun, you know, pulled a lot of that Mm -hmm. stuff. Once you do that, you know, Akeem Olajuwon was actually, Akeem was, was people forget about this or they don't know that maybe I'm telling them for the first time or. They don't like thinking about it, but Dream was a guy who the Rockets, Steve Patterson felt very strongly that Akeem Olajuwon, based on the MRI, was faking an injury because he wasn't happy and wanted to get out of Houston. And maybe he was. I don't know. It didn't set well with Dream that they said that publicly. And, you know, Dream actually ended up not getting traded to Miami. He was going to get traded to Miami. Potentially he stayed. Steve Steve, uh, Patterson was gone, and we know the rest is history with Akeem Olajuwon. But this is really a – this is a – this situation is a, is is unfixable, um, and frankly, it's the quarterback and wide receiver, the steady growth and left tackle, yeah, and left tackle, yeah. Those three positions moving at a rate that's yeah. well beyond the salary cap growth has really screwed running backs and middle linebackers. There's a bunch of positions. It's quarterbacks and, and especially wide receivers right now. It's quarterbacks and wide receivers are the ones who just shot up, and if you look at it. You can say, I mean, there's a certain amount of money, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's and it's based on the amount of money that comes in. So it's collectively bargained, and so basically they're just moving the slider. You know, as the quarterback goes up, somebody has to go down. As the percentage of the cap goes up for wide receivers, which has been the big one, somebody else has to go down. And here's the problem running backs have, and it's never changing. I got news for you. Unless they fundamentally change how you handle rookie contracts for running backs, it's never going to change. The data and the history show that running backs are at their best in the first four to five years. Mm-hmm. And second contracts are a disaster. And when you give out high second contracts, it's the Todd Gurley contract was the, the tipping point for people, and it's just been more McCaffrey's second contract wasn't great because of injuries. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been okay so far. But we'll see. I mean, it's you know he's also missed time due to injury, and then he's got a suspension coming. And then uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You know Ezekiel Elliott's been a huge drain on the Cowboys' salary cap, and the the better players made a lot less. And you can go find running backs. Look at Damian Pierce. That's a fourth round running back. That guy's a monster. Nothing's going to change. Running backs like this isn't something that can be fixed. It just so happens that the position 
that – and you know, if I'm a running back, like I, I said this over uh, before I left out of town, there's going to be some really uncomfortable locker rooms because running backs like Austin Eckler or, or Josh Jacobs, they're sitting there making – and you they're know, talking. They're, Austin Eckler called out the wide receivers. Yeah, they're capped, and wide receivers don't care. Wide receivers are going to make the best running backs. Wide, the best wide receivers will make over twice as much. Yeah. The best running backs will probably have close to, you know, uh, if they're run and catch guys, they'll have 270 to 300 touches. I'm finding it hard wide to, to feel bad for them at a, a 10.5 uh, uh, I get it. Franchise tag. I get it, but relative to the rest of the guys, they handle way more heavy lifting. Yeah. Their careers end shorter, yeah. and yet wide receivers don't care. So they'll only make thirty or forty. But how million. do you argue? But how do you argue both? Like if you're the NFL Players Association, J.C. Treader, his he just thinks you just hold out, or like you just get hurt, and that's and that's your answer. The reality is, you know, I hate to say it, but maybe a little more. You guys are gonna have to consider a little more socialism there because. Maybe you need to spread the wealth a little bit more because there's no other ways for running backs Listen, to get paid. They, they're, they're done after five well, or six Dalvin years. Well, Dalvin Cook most is of still them. sitting there. Yeah, Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. You know why? Because teams have all the leverage. Yeah. Because there's the supply side. Is so high. what? What do you? If, if I'm a team right now and I need a, I could use the Dalvin Cook. What am I going to give him? I mean, one year at seven million. Yeah. I mean. Because you, should, you Dalvin, should take the franchise tag. Now the argument was that, like Saquon Barkley, I thought Adam Schefter made a pretty good point. He said, "You know, Barkley did have twenty-two million guaranteed. They were going to give him a two-year deal, which this is really the smart move, frankly, by the Giants. They basically said we'll give you two years of salary, uh, two years guaranteed, but we'll pay it in, in advance for basically the franchise tag." We'll pay you two franchise tags back-to-back, but we'll guarantee it right now. So you have $22 million guaranteed. We're giving you more money up front than if we waited until next year because in case you got hurt. So we'll give it to you guaranteed. And he said, no, honestly, running backs are just going to have to deal with the fact that they're never going to make as much as yeah. running back, as wide receivers. No. Never. It's never going to happen because their position fizzles out quicker. It no. Last as I think they learned with Adrian Peterson. What Was he making 13 a year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that Chris, ain't happening no more. Chris uh, – Chris Johnson from yeah. the Titans, and then I remember the first what a guy disaster that, felt, that was. The first guy that felt the sting a little bit was Arian Foster, and he got a pretty good. And my whole thing was, come on, pay Arian. He said, and I remember two people, Ballard when he was with Chicago, and John Hoke, who was I don't even know where Hoke was at this time. They were like, why would you pay him that much? I'm like, well, Arian Foster's the best running back in the league. Like, you'd be able to. You don't have to. You've got the leverage. And that's when I realized, man, that's that's hardcore. But that's the way, like, when players get the leverage on you, they're going to use it. So teams now, because players are starting to leverage leverage teams so hard, teams are not going to just, well, we want to be a good guy. And just We like this running back, so we'll give them more than the market would bear. That is not going to happen. Mm-mm. Tommy Fleetwood has charged into a tie for the lead that's with Mick, Christo Lamprecht. And that's meet Flickwood, Mick Fleetwood's no, son from Fleetwood Mac. He's not, but that's... Look at the know, hair. Are you sure? No, yeah, I'm, I'm positive. They're okay. not related. Um, Stuart Sink and Marcel CM. <laughs> Mon ami Pepe Le Pew. Uh, Antoine Rosner also at three under. Good Man, dude. What a, Jordan Spieth. Shot a two under today, sixty nine. Wyndham Clark is a two under, but boy was he in trouble. 
I, you saw him hit a ball like two feet. What did, what what did he do on that hole? I don't know, but then he hit it into even higher grass. His third, his fourth shot. I'm not convinced that he didn't just withdraw after that hole. No, he didn't withdraw. Broken wrist. He was two under. Broken wrist. And this still says he is two under, but I think he's going to lose him. Uh, he's still playing. You saw Sepp Straka t- uh, pitch, uh, chip in, and he's even par now. What a great, great tournament! It's in the morning. Adam Scott right now putting at one under. And, and, oh, no, he's on the tee box at one under. Just 126 yard. It's 17 is is a beautiful little hole. Just 126 yards. But, boy, if you hit it left or right, you're in some trouble. And nice shot by Adam Scott on 17. 815 ESPN 97.5 hey, and 92.5. Back, I want to uh, – oh, Gary yeah. wants to talk about running backs. If you guys want to talk about – I don't know the fix. I mean, I know that they're going to probably talk about making running backs – changing the salary structure for running backs is the rookie structure, but they're going to have to give something up. And I don't know what that would be the NFL, but we'll talk about that. If you guys want to jump in seven, one, three, uh, seven, eight, Oh, three, seven, seven, six. Also, did you see Bryce Harper's at bat yesterday? We'll tell you about Bryce Harper's at bat. First, we're going to talk about your patio. Yeah. Texas custom patios, uh, such a, such an amazing job of, of creating memories for you. When you have a patio, an outdoor living space, outdoor kitchen, maybe even a swimming pool, man, your life changes because you can do so much more outside. You have so many more activities. You're watching games out there. You, you, I, I experienced a World Series out there, a World Series win in, in the final game with, with my son. We were watching out there. It was our good luck spot, and uh, I'll never forget that. You know, the kids being able to go out there and grill and take their burgers and whatever else we're making and eat out there, watch their shows, I can go and have some peace and quiet with the wife. Um, there's so much that happens in your outdoor patio and your outdoor living space. And I want you guys to explore and, and enjoy it as well. Whatever you can conceive of, they can build for you. But the great thing is they see things that you won't. It happened with me, and it will happen with you too. The design team will show you exactly what it's going to look like, and you will be able to go from there. And what a difference it makes to have a an outdoor space that is built with the best materials, the best craftsmanship, and something that is going to add tremendous value to your home. Dollar for dollar value when it comes time to sell. It's my good friends over at TexasCustomPatios.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. Toss a coin to your witcher. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Weird stuff. Astros win yesterday. So did the Rangers, four and a half back. Uh, Jose Arquiti threw three innings yesterday. Jordan Alvarez had a hit in his first at bat. So that's your Astros update. Still no talk. No, I, I can't believe that there's such little talk about Altuve and his recovery and when he's coming back. But uh, that's that's happening. And Michael Brantley is on the verge. Any second, any day now, Michael Brantley is going to be in the lineup, Lance. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure that's going to happen. Just sitting there, <clears throat> being a good teammate. Well, he's there. Yes, right. He's backing up his team. So right now, if you're Jim Crane, you probably don't want him to come back because it's an insurance claim. 
Um, yeah, I don't know how that works if he doesn't play at all. Whether depends or not. on how much time he misses. Yeah. I'm sure, but. Um, so, oh, great plate coming this morning. Oh, that's a right. A reminder, Paul Miller. Right. Uh, we're going to be eating good. Here's an update about our food. We're going to be eating good today. Just, My family got me sick. I don't feel very well, well now. I, that's great. I'm glad you brought it here. I thought it was fine until, like, now. Okay. But I'm still going to work my way through food, though. I can promise you that. Let's get Gary in here, and then we'll talk about Bryce Harper's at bat. Hey, Gary. Hey, good morning, guys. I just want to say with the running back discourse, and I don't want to sound like an old guy, but, like, everybody's saying, like, there's something wrong or there's something inherently unfair. Like, it's a free market. And, I mean, for whatever argument you want to make against that, there's a CBA. Uh, running backs just don't make as much as they used to no different than, you know, seven-foot slow guys in the yeah, NBA. Or, that's well, a good point. Or, or, you know, slap-hitting, you know, high-on-base percentage guys in the baseball have been devalued. Like, things change. I just hate, like, what needs to be fixed. Like, nothing needs to be fixed. Like, instead of making $20 million, you make 10 Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. But the game has changed. And, Lance, you know this. And eventually, teams will start getting really light at linebacker and D-line because running is going away. And somebody will bring in some 200-pound pounder and things will shift back. But right now, like, the game has just shifted away from value and running backs, and I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, things just changed. I think it's a bunch of whining. Um, it's, it's kind of pathetic, in my opinion. Well, but, you you want to hear – by the way, it's happened to safeties already. Uh, yeah. Safeties are, are – We are, have to be a multifaceted safety. Right, right. Like, and Jamal Adams, frankly, didn't do it any justice. Like no. they made the move for they traded all that for Jamal Two Adams. First rounders, yeah, they gave him a bunch of money, and you know you could maybe justify it because he got a lot of sacks, but it's been it's no. been tough. It, it hasn't had the impact that so, they wanted. So here you want to talk about whining, <laughs> Gary? I don't know. This is whining. This is an anger. Here's Saquon Barkley talking about. Yeah. Ooh, this is ugly. I can say F- to the Giants. I can say F- to my teammates and be like, "You want me to show you my work? You want to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up." I won't play it down. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a play I can use. Do I, anybody knows me, knows that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has, it's something that crossed my mind. It's like, I never, I never thought I would ever do that. But like, now I'm in a point where it's like, Jesus, like, I, I might have to take it to this level. And like, am I willing? Am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. That's something I got to sit down and like, I got to sit, Talk to my family. I gotta sit down, talk to my team. Gotta really, you know, strategize about this. Can't just like go off of emotions because, like, I have you. Like, I sit here and say, like, oh, be mature. So bleep you, bleep you to my teammates. Bleep, wow. I, and I'm just gonna sit. No, he's basically saying I could do that. Yeah. That's an option. But That's my leverage. I don't want to. I don't. Boy, do that. I, I, disgruntled about ten point five million dollars a year. Yeah, it's but just, their contract, you know what you're not you know what you're you're not going to get. They can't find. They know that they can't get over the. Con, I, I understand what you're saying there, but running back contracts have not gone up at all. Everybody else yeah. has gone up, and running backs yeah. stay the huh? same, and that's never going to change. Now, I would also say this to to Saquon Barkley. I mean, the counter argument is going to be Saquon also had a 2020 where he had 19 rushing. He had 19 carries uh, for 1.8 yards. He got hurt. Then he got. Then he only had a, he had 162 carries for 593 yards and two touchdowns the year after that. But then, so like basically three of his he's missed time in one, two, three of his five years. Um, 
it has not been a clean five years for Saquon. In fact, last year was a year that was not guaranteed that they'd pick up the fifth-year option, but they ended up doing it, and he had a really good year. The one difference I would make with Gary, Gary, what Gary said is exactly right. The game has changed. Guess what? Analytics, basically, analytics, and which, which basically caused a greater analytics brought in a greater reliance on the three-point shot, which meant a greater reliance upon shooters, typically going to be more athletic wing players. And so the, the game got smaller. The seven-footers, uh, they weren't as valuable because they couldn't stretch. They really, frankly, weren't good enough defensively against these small lineups because it went a lot of small lineup stuff. They just don't have, they just don't have the value anymore. It's That's said every year the big man wins the MVP. Well, recently. Yeah, yeah recently. Well, since Giannis. Jokic. Giannis is no. Giannis isn't a true like post up big though. Well, he's not a true post, but he's a big. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a no, big. He's, I mean, a he's big, not an outside guy. He's a big no. strong player. But those are also all international guys who train. Uh, well, not not Embiid because Embiid played college ball. But it's a uh, it's it's things have changed now. The difference is all those seven footers get paid when they're the best players on their yeah. team. They get paid. Guess what? If you're the best player on your team or one of the best, if you're a running back, it doesn't change. Yeah. You still can't. You well, know, D- Danny Dimes can make 30-some-odd million up, you know, and and it's going to hurt. You right. know it's got to hurt well, for, for Saquon Barkley to make and literally one other thing he said, a third. One other thing he said that Daniel says, not a free market manipulated by the union. Not only manipulated by the union. It's absolutely not a free market. You get drafted. You have to play in that place for a certain amount of time. Well, it's collectively you have, bargained. You have a salary cap, which is you know limits your. There's it's not even close to a free market. It's not even close to. Well, a free it's it's as free market as you're going to get in a collectively bargained in a collectively bargained um, sport that allows for yeah, just like in baseball, just like in basketball, you have slotting early. Yeah, but you most, prove yourself. most collectively bargained contracts. Uh, have a, a a a salary bottom. They don't have a salary cap. Well, this has salary bottom. This has a salary cap too. Yeah, but the salary cap is so no, incredibly no, you, you high. You won't find that. In the there is no world. salary cap on individual players. There's not in the no, but a a limit team. on when when you have a basketball you know, has a salary cap. Roster, it caps. It, ba- there's a cap, but, but the cap, the team cap, is extraordinarily. It has not prevented guys from making generational wealth. No, no, no I didn't say that. But uh, it still is a cap. Which you won't find in other businesses. But it is collectively bargained. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And it was agreed upon absolutely. by the players. And the players are going to try to fight for running backs, which they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I don't know how it's, analytics. When I say analytics, just the data and people studying the history of running back, there's just too much negative history about running backs. They don't last. They don't. Their injuries are becoming a bigger factor. The supply side is high. What's going to happen is a lot of really good athletes are not going to play running back anymore. They're going to try to go to wide receiver. There's going to be a glut at wide receiver at the youth ages because people aren't going to want to be running backs. No, no. Well, even though it's great money still. It's great money. But you don't last as long, no, John. No. The average running back lasts 1.9 years. Give me that $70 that I'm going to make over that time, and I'm going to take it. Uh, Even though I know I'm not going to make. That's if you're a really good one. You've got to be an elite one to make that. Well, right. But you know what? Hey, a couple running backs were drafted in the first round this year. I think it's the smartest thing to do. Draft in the first round, get your five years, get a sixth year on a franchise tag. That's the way I think teams are going to go about it. That's what I've yep. always been yep. preaching. Like you yep. keep them longer, and uh, but then they're not going to be happy when you franchise. No, them. it's a total none way. of them are. But they don't oh, have 
Oh, well. Uh, we got to take a break. We didn't get to the Bryce Harper thing, but we will as soon as we possibly can. Everybody wants to talk about Juan and Biscuit. Want to talk about this running back thing. We will get you guys in here. Um, listen, I love Chastain Ford. Be part of the Chastain family. You're not just a number. You're part of the Chastain family. Don't miss this limited time opportunity. There's a summer sales event that is happening right now at Chastain Ford. Hurry in. Drive home in the Ford F-150 of your dreams. Check out the showroom or you can visit them online and do it all online. They don't care which way because everything is transparent. As soon as you go online, you're going to have somebody that's talk and they're going to ask you immediately how much do your payments have to be at so that we're not talking about two different things, that we're not wasting time here. At Chastain Ford, there's no hidden add-ons. They believe in transparency, building trust with the valued customers. Step into the dealership and see the difference. Experience the power and performance of the F-150 right now. It's un- unbeatable prices. This summer sales event at Chastain Ford, it's going to be, you're going to be, you're going to get the F-150. I've got my F-150. I love it. If you're a truck enthusiast, you need a, a, a work truck. You want a used work truck? They've got them as well. They will they will customize it to whatever your business need is. The summer sales event is going on right now at Chastain Ford, and you can take advantage of them and join the Chastain family. It's on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown. It's Chastain Ford. ESPN 975.com. Is it football season yet? The men who play it are the best there are. Disciplined professionals who perform on a stage 100 yards long. Under a physician's observation, from behind the glass at the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You guys want to talk about this uh, running back thing? We get it. We will do that on the uh, right here, and then we'll get the Bryce Harper stuff in. We'll hopefully, get Bryce Harper this. is real simple. Yeah, he stood up at the plate and looked like. His bat was just on his shoulder, and he didn't even. The only pitch he even looked like he cared about maybe swinging at was the last one. So you know when a play, when a batter is ready, he's, he's he's loaded yeah. up, he's ready for the pitch. He stood there like he was he was taken. It was like a three and zero count, it, except he did that when there was no count. He just stood there, his hands lower at his chest. He was facing Hobie Minor. Here's and, and it was obvious that Bryce Harper had no intention of swinging at any of his pitches. Here's Miner after the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I after the first couple pitches, I mean, it was apparent he was taking, and um, I don't know. I guess the scouting report where he was going with the uh, I was going to throw four balls, four three strikes approach. I mean, um, yeah, that's really all I can say. That's what it, that's what it looked like, and so I just. Fill it up after that. I just tried to throw fastball down the middle after that. Is that uncomfortable at all? Like, are you waiting for him to ambush something? Or uh, I, I mean, I was, it was. Obviously, it's still in the back of my mind. Like going through my motion, I'm like, is he taking? And then you can just the fact he was just auto. I'm like, okay, well, then I can I can throw it down the middle. Um, but yeah, weird scenario. Like first first time I've ever seen that. Um, I guess he just stuck to a game plan and credit to him for sticking to it. I guess. Good. He, he had some stick to itness. Um, 
And it was it was it was the oddest at bat that I've seen in a while. It was a little bit like Schwarber bunting in the yeah. World Series. That was the oddest at bat I've ever seen. Yes. Kyle Schwarber bunting. You needed runs. Yeah. That was the worst at bat I think I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. And this one was just as bad. He had no intention of ever swinging. Ever swinging. Uh, let's get Juan in here. Wants to talk about this. By the way, it was a drop-down submarine yeah. left-hand thrower to a left-hander. I mean, it's not... It's not ideal for a left-hander to see the ball come from that. Harper angle. had no. Harper said this guy can't throw three strikes. He yeah. can't throw three out that of seven. Mu- that must have been what he was doing. That's his thought. He cannot throw three strikes out of seven pitches. Uh, Juan, what about this running back thing? Uh, yeah. Well, um, when I was growing up playing uh, Kiwi football, I remember playing with two halfbacks and a fullback. Uh, I'll whine, I'll complain, I'll bitch, I'll rant about the evolution of the NFL getting away from running the ball and defending. It's a long-standing grievance, I guess. With the NFL, getting soft. I, I, don't, I don't like it. Yes, it is whining, but I hope that we too, there is a tipping point where it's going to get so soft that we'll have to put the foot back in the football and run the damn ball. Thank you very much. It's hmm. not happening. No. It's not happening because the data tells you that you are more efficient throwing the football. I mean, data and analytics, you can make an argument if you want to that it's ruined sports. Uh, people can make that argument if they choose to. Like, basketball's not as good because everything is more static and it's not as fluid, it's not as pretty. You can you can say that about baseball. They change the launch angles. Uh, they, you know, they've taken away this, they've taken away that. You can say it about football if you want to. Oh, now it's about all passing. We don't, you know, the running back has been devalued. But that is the... You know, through mathematics, they have, and through historical data, they have found what the most efficient ways to score points are to be successful offensively. And really, it's less about the running. A good running game is still very, very valuable, and you can still win with a really good running back. But the fact is, running backs don't last that long. We've, you know, people forget how long, how many good years do you think Earl Campbell had? Feels like one, I mean, feels like one of the greatest running backs of all time, right? Probably five. Or six? Go, go pull up Earl Campbell. I know this answer. I've looked at it before. What is it, three? Pull up Earl Campbell. It's like he, I think he had five 1,000-yard yeah. seasons. That's it. Yeah. Because he was such a physical, physical back. Earl Campbell's stats, they'll really blow you away. Now, think about this in terms of first contract, second contract. Mm-hmm. Okay? If this were today. Now, the carries are a lot higher. Uh, 302 carries for 1,450 yards in year one. 368 carries. Wow. For 1,697 yards, 373 carries, which led the league. By the way, 368 didn't even lead the league. 378, or 373, which led the league for 1,934 yards and 13 touchdowns. Year four, 361 for 1,376. Then 538 yards, played nine games. Played 14 games with with Houston, ran for 1,300 yards. Then he played 14 games total between Houston and New Orleans at 146 carries for 468 yards. He averaged 3.2 yards a carry. Uh, like Earl and then Earl finished when he was 30 years old, 643 carries. He was completely done. Like the best of Earl Campbell was done by his fourth year. Yeah. When he was 26 years old. That's a lot more touches. But a lot that's, more carries. Yeah. That was a brutal game then. It was, it really was. But 
historically. And, and listen, you can't do what Earl did today, lower your head and just and cave people chest in. Oh, right. Yeah. No, no, you're not going to. And so and the game's faster. Players are faster. So a guy like Earl, who is not a fast player necessarily, you can save me the Miami Dolphins video. I, saw, I know. But Earl wasn't a burst guy. He was a power guy. It, you know, he's got some Derrick Henry in him. Yeah. Like, and Derrick Henry's a freak show. Yeah. Derrick is an outlier. To last this long with the carries and the, the physicality speed. and the speed, he's a total outlier. He is, he is Adrian Peterson, but a bigger version of Adrian Peterson. And those he doesn't have to wiggle, but no. And those two guys are outliers, yeah. frankly. Like they don't, they just don't exist much with running backs. But whatever argument you want to make, you go look at second contracts when they got paid a lot, and the history is now coming in. The results are in, and it's terrible. Yeah, it's a bad investment. So NFL teams, and, and they've had this data for years. Like, you know, I, I talked to Pep Hamilton a little bit about Damian, Damian uh, Pierce. It's like, man, I love Damian. He goes, the way he runs, though. Yeah. Like, you know, you just don't know how long he's going to last, and that's kind of my feeling. Damian Pierce, probably a five-year And a third-round uh, third guy, fourth, th- fourth Yeah, round. so when's he going to get paid? He's, he, he, well, he won't. luckily for him, he's going to be paid after his fourth year if he lasts. Yeah. If he lasts. Uh, let's get Biscuit in here. Hey, Biscuit. Hey, man. Top of the morning, my brother. How we doing, Good Biscuit? morning. It's all good, man. Hey, Lance. Let's, I mean, I, I heard your last caller. He's pushing out the narratives. And, and let's not jump too hasty to the narrative. But the, the problem for the running back is the franchise tag. You, that's the problem. Because you can franchise them and you can control them. And like you said, the running back shelf yeah. life. It's not as long, and so that's the that's the it. That you can, why the union would allow that? That's what's killing them. You may be right. The answer may just be to do away with franchise tag, because if you did away with the running back franchise tag, now I'm not. You're not getting long term contracts. That's not going to happen. But three year guarantee. If you can get three years with high guaranteed money for a running back after, especially after four years, since most of these guys are not first round. Uh, guys, I know Kirby Kirby Wilson, who's a running back coach, once told me he thought the answer was extending guys early, um, like extending guys after their third year, and making it to where their contracts like a seven. Basically, you got seven years, and then you're you're out of it. But biscuit, you might be right. The simple answer might be doing away with uh, doing away with 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 the franchise tag because it really does for a position that doesn't last long. It's really it's really limiting the running back. Saquon Barkley, somebody would probably right now give him a three-year, you know, a three-year $42 million deal maybe. It's better than what he'd get with maybe $35 million guaranteed. 14 a year? Yeah. They might give him that right now if they believe he's still in his prime. If you know that your franchise tag is $11 million, why with would you, injuries? Give, a, why would you give a contract higher than that if you know? Yeah, well, it's, you know, that's the thing. And, hey, guess who else had a lot of injuries? Dalvin Cook. Those guys don't have a lot of. Yeah. And guess who's not the best running back on his team? Ezekiel. I don't, have, I don't have to give him more than a two year deal right now. I don't have to. Yeah. No. All right. It's 845 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, when we come back, there is uh, some other. Well, there's another battle brewing in the NBA. Okay. We will tell you about it after the. And it was kind of a. Well, it was a mistake, but it, it, it happened. We'll tell you about it on the other side. Right now, I'm talking about GiveMeTheBin.com. I'm talking about John Clay Wolf. I'm talking about John Clay Wolf being um, just awesome in what he does. There, there's nobody that buys cars better 
in the in America than John Clay Wolf. He does a couple billion a year, and he's done this all himself. He's an he's an amazing guy. He really is. I mean, he started with nothing so many years ago. He had a plan. He wanted to do it over the radio. He did it right here in the city of Houston in Dallas, and now he's expanded throughout the entire country. At GiveMeTheVin.com, he just buys cars on the radio. Nobody else has thought of this. Nobody else has done it, and nobody is nearly as successful. He is the number one car buyer. And when when he gets your information, he ain't selling it to nobody, okay? Because a lot of people that get information from people on on the web, they, they go and sell it. And, and then you're going to be bothered by all of these different companies, and that ain't what's happening at GiveMeTheVin.com because he's just not doing it. If you're looking for a great way to sell your car hey, privately without being out there in the public, if you're looking for the best and the most money you can get for your vehicle, it's all at GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now with more nougat. You and Lance didn't f- for a year. That's just because he dabbed all the time. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, uh, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. More here, more uh, heroic efforts on this show. Is I'm sick right now and I'm still here. Just heroic. Good thing me. you came in sick today. Well, I didn't know I was. I just felt a little well, what's like, up? cruddy, but now I know it's officially sick. Now, I will say every one of my family members other than Alec has been sick. And now I just feel like, okay, it's the fever, it's the nose. I can feel it all coming now. You'll... You'll get it next. Yeah. But it's not going to hit you until probably weekend. <sighs> I, go, just go home. Do the show from home. Get Bring the equipment home. Do the show from home. That'd be great. I have to tomorrow. Yeah, good. Good. Please do. I'm probably not. Bringing your disease, right your family disease in here. Awesome. Now that's true. They were all laying around sick for two or three So it's, we're too smart to be ball sacked, right? <laughs> I am. I, I, I no one would ever believe one of these sites. These I've got I, I I've anytime I think it might be true, I go do a lot of research on it because I don't I have to be careful on some of these. Well, I, I just now Balsack would have got me. There was a time Balsack although the name got of it, me. but the name of it right off the bat. But I like, didn't what? even look at it. I just went, what the yeah. I forget what the story was, but. I fell for it. I said it. It on was the air. like a Michael Jordan comment from KD. Or yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was at a Kate. Yeah, it was a Kevin Garnett. Or was it? No, it was Kevin Garnett. Wasn't it? It was Garnett. It was KG. Kevin Garnett. Speaking of which, speaking of Kevin Garnett. Speaking of Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I fell for it from Ballsack Sports once. Well, Draymond Green fell for it. NBA Centel. <laughs> now you should said Intel. C e n t e l. What does that mean? It's not even close to Central. No. It's not even close to NBA Central. Oh, it's supposed to be Central. But it's Central. It will, yeah. Okay, if it was an A, it would be okay. I don't know if Perk spells it that way. Honestly, you don't either. NBA Central put this out. Kevin Garnett calls out Draymond Green. Draymond punching JP. Jordan Poole. It, Jordan Poole is like a senior punching a freshman who's half his size, then walks around talking himself up as if he's like that. 
come try me, Dre. And then there's a picture of Kevin Garnett and Draymond Green. He's literally out of the league. Come try me, Dre. <laughs> Draymond quote tweeted it. I tried you when I was a rookie, KG, and you started talking to yourself like I wasn't talking to you. What's that like? The freshman picking on a senior citizen that's double his size? And he put at Kevin Garnett 5KG. Well, Hoops retweeted all of it, and Draymond falls for a fake quote. It's so, Draymond, I mean, I And fall, all you're going to do is piss off Kevin Ford Garnett. Before. Yeah, now he So now, now what happened? Because now you've got Kevin Garnett who holds grudges. Right. And it'll be Now he is pissed. <laughs> you gotta well, Draymond says, Well, dude, look at I I oh, sorry. Draymond Draymond deleted it, but too late. If you if you put it out there, guess what? Somebody's gonna screenshot it and you are going to be So what ended up happening with it? Uh, Did Draymond say anything or just deleted it? No, he just deleted it. And uh, what happened with Kendrick Perkins? Uh, Kendrick Perkins fell for one, too. Well, I know, but did you have one with Kendrick now? I thought Kendrick maybe fell for this one. No, Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins fell for the... Who who grew to seven feet, too? Oh, play that one. Yeah. Yeah, play that one. You got? Do you have the, Ken, you don't oh, have you the don't? Kendrick Perkins? What was the... Uh... Kendrick Perkins is on ESPN talking about... Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Kaminga. That Jonathan Kaminga, some site put out there that Jonathan Kaminga has grown to seven feet two inches, and and my goes or uh, Kendrick Perker. I'm hearing, I'm hearing that Jonathan Kaminga is now seven two. I'm hearing, I'm hearing. That's not the first time he's done that. You're right. <laughs> anyway, um, he just gotta. If you fall for this, you're too dumb. Uh, I fell for it once. I've, ball sack. You were like, you were yeah. like, you're listening, and you're like, who? who I said, who said that? Who said that? You said a ball sack sports. <laughs> ball what? Sack. Ball sack sports. I said, well, you need to double check on this one. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real thing. Uh, yeah, that wasn't a real thing. Um, you know what is a real thing? You know who used to get people like that all the time is um, uh, well, Uncle Chaps. So Uncle Chaps, who now worked for Barstool. He put an NFL so that we used to have the NFL background in for for Ian Rappaport. I don't think it's still there. So you know, there's like a white background. All the NFL network employees had this, where it was like a white background with the NFL shield in the background, and then your face was transposed at the in the foreground. And so Chaps put his face with that NFL looking background, and he was breaking stories and breaking news and. I think he got Ian Rappaport one time to report something that that he had put in there. So Uncle Chaps was doing that with his own face, his red beard. He was tricking people like that. That's actually one of those things that they uh, – I'm surprised. You can say you're a parody count, but I guess I'm a little surprised that Elon Musk hasn't tried to shut that down just because it's information that can be disseminated, um, incorrect information. But, yeah, I'm – Anytime I see anything, I double check. Like, okay, this is a actual, ver- and now verified accounts mean nothing. Used to be verified accounts would help you know. Okay, this is the real person. Now I see verified accounts with like twenty six followers. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. Yeah, the blue check means absolutely nothing. That that doesn't mean that person actually works for a a news agency. Now the gold check means you can trust it. 
uh, that goal check means it's an organization. Uh, so if it's coming from the organization, it's real, at least. Um, yeah, I I didn't know that. I didn't know there's a goal check. Yeah, there's a goal, goal check. check. You won't see it that much, but it's organizations like NFL, MLB, NBA. They all have goal checks. I, you got to watch PGA Tour. It's spelled T U O R. Oh yeah. There and and I've fallen for stuff from from them before. There is there are a couple of great accounts that are just um, that that get people. All the time, uh, something, some. He's a, a three-year Letterman. You follow three-year Letterman? Yes, he, he gets is, people all the time. Oh, he gets he's supposedly a youth baseball coach yes. or youth fo- football yes. coach or something, <laughs> and he's intentionally over the top on everything and everything. He's and he's a funny follow. It is amazing how many people fall for him. What did you say that I needed to follow? To I needed to follow? There's something that oh, man you said that wow, terrifying. Yeah, wow, terrifying. I think I am following them. You probably are. I love everything. I mean, do you like this? If you, I'm showing John. What What am I showing you right now? This guy's just going to walk down some rocks. What do you think oh, about? what's a, a bunch of snakes there? What are you doing? Get away from those snakes! He's walking right at him. Send that to me. I got to send it to Martin. Martin is terrified of snakes. Fox. We sell. We send every every I mean, snake video to him. Look how many oh my snakes gosh. are in this place. That's the worst place on earth. Yeah, it's a snake factory. It's oh, there's hundreds and hundreds of snakes on these yeah. rocks. Holy crap! Yeah, this is terrible. Oh my god! Yeah, this side Don't is wild, terrifying. That. And also, uh, we come back. I want to tell you about the show Quarterbacks. I started. I'd heard a lot about it. In Netflix. I gotta watch it. I want to talk about the show Quarterbacks. Well, I got. I, I want to talk. And how about, about how about we talk about a four-one win? By the way, with a Chaz Chomp and a Belak. On a Belak ass whooping. What is what can we do with that? Belak, um, a little onomatopoeia. Uh, Belak, what can we be? What, I mean, a Chaz Chomp, that's easy. Yeah. Uh, Belak Breaker. A Belak Beaten. You got okay, a, yeah. You got a Belak Beaten. You got a Belak Beaten. That's, that's right. That's good enough. You got a Belak Beaten yesterday. How'd that taste, Colorado, with your 36, 37, and 58 record? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You were we, hoping to go 38. We were hoping seven, to go 2-0 there, six. but we didn't. No. Time for me to talk but about. in a way we did. Tom, from, I'm on the website right now, and it is awesome. It's uniquely hemp. Hemp flour in a hemp pouch has a taste, uh, in our, in, a fresh taste in the Canstent blends. For the, end, for the end to your search for a product that doesn't taste weird and feels real, because it is, ta- tobacco-free, nicotine-free, it's hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil. It's got such great CBD that CBD American Shaman has bought in. You can go to CBD American Shaman now uh, stores and pick up, in select stores, you can pick up the Canstat and the Dublin. So you want different flavors? You've got that. You want to you want to get out of tobacco and nicotine? You got that. You want to stop spitting because it's got CBD oil. You swallow and you can and you don't have to worry about it. But you still get the sensation between your cheek and gum. You still get the taste that you're looking for: cinnamon or citrus or ice mint or or tobacco or berry. All these different flavors, and you've got something that will get you out of the dip that you've been dangerous dip that you've been using, and now into. This hemp in a pouch made of hemp. It's 975dip.com. Go there, order online, get all the canisters. They come in five packs, and they'll send them to you. Or you can stop by a CBD American Shaman, and they're right there. It's 975dip.com. Well, Martin wants to 
ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. (laughs) 